So I have I have a lot of thoughts on our featured song of the season, The Gods of Death. And to be honest, I have positive thoughts. I like this song. I actually really enjoy it. But I have a very important question. Given all that we saw transpire in like act two of the episode, in this floor show, whose vocals are we hearing? I didn't hear any of their vocals. That's why I was just kind of perplexed that we had that whole, like, I can sing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I can hold a note. And right. It can be held really long for an awkward amount of time. Um, uh, yeah. No. And then we had that. They were in, like, somebody's home studio. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah. Uh, I just, yeah. No vocals. It was just like, <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I didn't hear any of that. I think I mostly just heard Swan Thula. The, the entire time so yeah <laughs> yeah what i actually i was pleasantly surprised because i was worried that they were gonna have to write and record their own verses a la drag race mm -hmm. and that it was gonna be like i'm a nasty whore but you know what like now that i'm actually saying it all out loud i'm like oh i kind of do want to hear that <laughs> i mean because yeah i want to hear it if if they go there, you know what I mean? But if it's just like, uh -huh. and I'm the yeah. meanest queen of all, so crown me <laughs> boules or I'll show you my balls, you know? <laughs> yeah, yes. Put your hand up my slimy cunt. Yeah. You know, just <laughs> slither into my ass. Right. Because I'm a super monster. You know, just I don't need to hear another Spiders like. Spiders coming out of my tits yeah. now. Give me that crown. Yeah, spiders <laughs> coming out of my dick. <laughs> Give me that fucking crap. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, but that was, and it didn't occur to me until, I don't know, at some point watching the episode a second time during the critiques, I was like, wait a minute. Maybe it was when they were saying, well, you know, Fantasia's doing the heavy lifting of all the singing, so Neo, you have to, like, embody the music with the guitar. And I was like, but Fantasia's not, we know Fantasia can sing differently than what we're hearing right now. That's not Fantasia. Right. Well, Fantasia had to lip sync, I guess, the most. Although all of them were sort of supposed to lip sync, right? Maybe. But none of them uh, were actually singing. Like, none of them. I understand that, like, the character is lip syncing to the song. But, like, it's just so weird to me that none yeah. of their vocals are actually in this. Well, I mean, that's a lip sync, you know? But it's weird that, they, that we were told that that was going to be part of the challenge. And it was nothing of the sort. Yeah, I know what a lip sync is, but I don't know why they do a recording studio session if they're lip syncing. Like, what is this? Someone told me, someone told her that it was filthy, gorgeous, and horror, and she was nothing of the sort. Yeah. Somebody lied to them several times. Somebody several lied to times. us several times. <laughs> but, you know, I don't, I, I don't mean to nitpick. I know where the, where the pickle will talk little lady is when it comes to these shows, but I just... Uh. It was just a thing that I thought was interesting. It was a good song. I I will say this. I I miss House of Horrors. I miss the kind of campiness of that. Like oh, the, the public access. Yeah. 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 Welcome to the House of Horrors. I don't know. There's something. Um, this took itself to like it was too good of a song. Is that is that annoying to say? Maybe. Well, I feel like back in the day, the performances were like something that would show up on the Robin Bird show, and now this is more of like 
the that hour of MTV that was hosted by like Matt Pinfield that I never watched because it was all like hard rock oh, bro music. Remember yeah, Matt Pinfield? Yeah. What do you think he's uh, up to I these do. days? I don't know. He was bald though, right? He was. He was a little. He looked like um. He was a little. A little Uncle Fester. Joe Rogan, right? He, yeah. But a little more like if you melted Joe Rogan in the microwave for 20 seconds. Was he like Joe Rogan meets Fred Durst? I think there was a little bit of Fred Durst in there, but then I also feel like there was, I don't know, like some like a turtle. There was a turtle head quality. <laughs> it was like Fred Durst oh, if he was Matt a turtle. Pinfield. You know what's so interesting about Matt Pinfield for me is – it makes me think of Pinhead, mm-hmm. but and that like matches the aesthetic. Oh, there he is! There he is! Yeah, he is very turtle. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Well, he was born yeah. in What's East Brunswick. What's that turtle spy movie? What's that turtle oh. spy movie? Oh, um, Master of Disguise with Dana Carvey, <laughs> and of course, the lore about that movie is they were filming it during 9-11 and so they did a moment of <gasps> silence where Dana Carvey was in like a turtle costume doing a moment of silence for 9-11 and I just feel like boy does that not sum up America in like one moment Matt Pinfield okay yeah yeah I yeah there it's it's not quite Smashing Pumpkins you know no but he hosted 120 minutes that's what it was I the alternative music oh. program 120 minutes I never watched 120 minutes that was like 120 min, one minutes too long for me get back to the Gina G you know what I'm saying uh-huh yeah I yeah I, I vaguely remember it it, it might have been something that I've seen that I like flipped on and then flipped off a few seconds later I mean I did go through like a corn phase. I knew you were because, gonna say corn because of this girl I was dating, Deanna, Jesus. and she was like one of those like gothy like alt girls. Yep, yep. Um, and I had uh, the Limp Biscuit CD, and me and my friend would like blast it in my car. Yeah, I oh, had like that wow. Blink One Eighty Two phase. Yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. I uh, <laughs> I knew girls like that in my because I went to a K through eight Catholic school, and so I went to. I was with them in that era. And, you know, I don't think I'm doxing them by saying that their names were Rachel and Vera. And they were like, (laughs) and they were a Patty and Selma origin story. I mean. Oh, my God. Amazing. Amazing. (laughs) They were. And I've seen like pictures of them since certainly Rachel. And it's like Selma, boo, V, yay. Like just grew right into it. Okay. Yeah. uh, I remember like I was into Finch. Do you remember that that band Finch? Mm, no, I don't know Finch. They have this song. I think it's called "Letters to You" or "Oh No, What It Is to Burn." What oh. it is to burn? Maybe I've heard uh, that, that but I just didn't love. know who that was. Yeah, yeah. It uh, the screamo scream. You know that was like a thing in the early aughts, late nineties. Um, yeah, she's she's the one that sort of got me into that. Uh, Freak on a leash. Oh. Remember Freak on a leash? God, yes. Oh God, that's oh my God. I'm I'm turning into a turtle right now. I'm I'm just taking a moment of silence in my shell right now for Freak on a leash. <laughs> this is very different, I think, actually, than like the metal stuff. Yeah, that uh, the Gods of Rock is based on, and um, kind of like what Throb Zombie was alluding to in one of uh, the confessionals, where. He was like, oh, they look like they're wearing makeup for people that don't listen to this type mm-hmm. of music, which I thought was a really, really beautifully placed read. Right. And I think the final product, it was like it was it was correct, because looking at chaotic, it was like 
oh, so good. Yeah. So yeah. good. I mean, really nailed yeah. it. So I, you know, yeah. fair yeah. points. Yeah, I mean, um, it's the it's that like Alice Cooper kind of like big, huge Frankenstein. Uh, what's his face? Um, you know, like the, the huge Frankenstein. Uh, who's the dad? Who's the dad? Ozzy Osbourne. Ozzy, uh, there's that Ozzy Osbourne aesthetic. There's it's just that era that I feel like is created the mold, you know. But then, and I feel like then there's there's bands like, and I don't I don't know if these are the actual names of the bands, but I feel like it's it's kind of like this is what ChatGPT would think the names of the bands are. There's like Meat Puppets, you know, or like um, uh, Holes of Destruction, where it just gets a little bit gothier. Like I think they would play to be really regional about it. They would play like in a bar in Avenel, maybe you know, like a really dark ooh. bar, and it's like you know. Um, angry prolapses tonight at, at Jimmy's on Clark Avenue. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. There, I mean, yeah, there are, like, really, like, dirty clubs. There were, like, dirty clubs in Portland. Mm -hmm. This was... Heavy metal is alive and well in Portland. Yeah, yeah. It's just... I, I just think of a lot of just people just blowing their nose by putting one finger on a nostril and pushing, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just think there's a lot of snot rockets uh -huh. at those, at those concerts. That's the first thing I think of. I hate it. Oh yeah. 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 yeah absolutely. The spitting on the audience, mm -hmm. like that whole, like, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. yeah. All that, like, ugh, just the, ugh, just the gross, the, the awfulness of humanity. Rebellion. Yeah. Uh huh. Listen, I will say this as we kind of jump into the dregs of it all. I thought, and it was a stupid thought, but I thought they were just going to extend the last episode and like start them in drag. And they were going to like go in, they'd have to like learn the song while they're all in their costumes. Mm. And like, it would just like go on somehow. And, you know, in retrospect, I'm like, Johnny, they can't, these are hour long shoots. Right, so right. They're not going to do that. And so even this episode was was, yeah. was like ten minutes shorter than mo the the rest of sure. them. So it was yeah, it was already sort of an abbreviated. It was almost like an old school Drag Race episode. It was, you know, it was mm. back when season fifteen was only forty minutes instead of fifty seven minutes. Yeah, they did kind of have. I feel like had they really focused on the vocals. That would have been like an extended segment, mm -hmm. but I don't think they had much to to do there, you know. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure the because you know the Boulets have their podcasts, and I'm curious what I, like I'm curious if there's any acknowledgement of like right, we uh, didn't really have a proper crowning of Victoria Elizabeth Black for Titans, and we didn't use any of the vocals for the season five rock challenge. Yep, you're right. I just want them to acknowledge oh. it, you know. Acknowledge it and then move forward. Yeah, acknowledge it and move forward. Exactly. I love it. Well, let's let's dive in to the gods of death. Um, I, I I I miss Jarvis. I will say that. Mm -hmm. um, and the many talking heads of anaphylactic at the start of this episode was just so obvious oh yeah i mean our our soundboard is not cooperating today so hopefully it will for this clip which i feel like felt i was a lovely clip but also was like oh this is telling me so much 
Oh, it's a horrible game, isn't it? Everyone in for each other. <laughs> it is a horrible game. Yes, the dangerous games. Um, I, I feel for Anna, and yeah, the show just sort of it, it, it moved on without her. Yeah, it felt pretty obvious this week that you know just we've really enjoyed her and we found a lot to enjoy about her, but like. It's just about who else is on that stage. You know, it's always just about like, okay, but compared to everybody else in the competition. And uh, yeah. Um, I guess the other thing I want to acknowledge is, and just to name it, the, just the feelings that I feel about Throb in those sunglasses. You know, it makes me think of like when families go on vacation and like an 11 year old is wearing sunglasses in the group uh -huh. photo. And it's just like, uh -huh. I know you, I know you feel so cool. Cause I was you at one point, I'm only reading this because I once was this and I still feel this way whenever I wear sunglasses. And I just, I need you to know that I see it, that like some of us just look like people wearing sunglasses, you know? I, I mean the, the, the cunty thing to do to somebody that's wearing sunglasses like indoors is go, oh my God, do you have pink eye? Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, gross. Do you have like crusties? Oh, yeah. do you have pink eye? <laughs> but instead she was just being the, I mean, because there's a lot of like theater camp this week and th there was just like a cool camp counselor energy this week and the sunglasses really put the bow on it. Well, I will say... You know, at the outset, I think we mentioned this last week, but uh, Throb is definitely like the camp counselor of that group. Mm. You know, oh my gosh, yeah, like the 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 bunk, the head, you know, the counselor who has to you know give the bunk pep talks and um, yeah, lots of like sitting on the steps, but is strict. Yeah, but she's mm -hmm. strict. Like she yelled at them. You know, yeah, no, she does not play around. But if someone's crying outside the mess hall, she'll take them for a walk by the lake. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. She'll be like, listen, JK, we need to talk. Yeah, come on. You want to go know? for a walk? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, I feel like we were let into an inside joke um, that we didn't see. And it came out when the big boule, I just love calling Drac the big boule now. Um, when the, the big boule or the bigger boule um, said, you need a second look. One, two. And they all sort of like they did like a little bit, mm -hmm. um, and I feel like there was there must have been something in the van or something with the producers. We're like, wait, we need a second look. Is this we're doing? Are we using the same one? Um, and that there was some sort of confusion. Right, right, yeah. There was something there that uh, we were getting a hint into, but I felt like my question was, does Fantasia's denim bucket hat count as a second look? <laughs> the bucket hats, Fantasia's. I, I, if we get one more this season, I'm going to lose my mind. Like, the I love it. I love that she's bringing bucket hats to to Dracula. Yeah, why not? Absolutely. Uh, it, actually, I'm reminded now that we're talking about the Boulets, we did miss their uh, their opening, which I just thought was really clever. Uh, you know, unexpected. Oh, you know, I uh, I love that because, it, yeah, it was unexpected. We It was like the polar opposite of what these clips are. It was completely uh -huh. behind the scenes. But it also made me think, 
there is somewhere a compilation of of queens in full drag drinking Red Bulls with a straw. And it's, it just tells me so much. It's just such a like, I don't know. I just, it makes me think of like, I don't know, what was her name? A uh, little honey boo boo drinking her go go juice. Like, I love watching drag queens drink Red Bulls out of a straw. Mm. Well, yeah, you know, you have to have the straw. And it better not be plastic, Mary. Well, come on. But, you know. Speaking of turtles. You he's, know, well, speaking of turtles. Will be, you know, he's in danger. But can um, we say this on the main feed? Paper straws. Can I, I, mean, I know this is not revolutionary. This is like low-hanging fruit in terms of social commentary. But paper straws are not the solution. Oh, I think. I, oh, I mean, this is a longer tangent, Mary. But, like, first of all, I don't really care. But. Uh, you know, it's like, okay, fine, paper straws. But it isn't doing anything, really. I mean, yes, it's cutting some things down. But for me, the paper straw versus plastic straw debate was just something we could control. And it was it was a low-hanging fruit. It was a little fix that, like, just grew and became a thing. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, there it is. It's probably cheaper to produce. So that also is probably, to be honest with you, why it was able to take off. Yeah. I'll, so, you know, I, there it is. this propaganda works. I still cut up my little, if ever I have like those plastic rings, if I get oh, like yeah. a six pack, I still cut it up before I throw it away. And then I'm not sure if oh, I'm yeah. supposed to recycle it or throw it away. And then I just, I just walk away. Eat it. And then I just <laughs> eat it because I'm just trying to help. And then I have some sort of like impaction in my intestines and I have to go to the doctor and, you know, it costs our medical system thousands of dollars. So I really don't think I'm helping anybody in the end here. Uh, I will say this. I will say this. There are some drinks, particularly drinks with like ice cubes where I'm like, I need a straw. I don't care if it's paper. But, like, give me a straw. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. you know I'm going to ask for one. Just give me a straw. And if your establishment doesn't have paper straws, that's okay. Give me a plastic one. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like, look, I'm not going to blame you. I'm not going to bite your head off for giving me a plastic straw. But this is a drink that demands a straw. Yeah. That's all. Because much like bad bitches, teeth get sensitive, too. <laughs> Bad bitches get sensitive uh, too. Well, yeah, who's who, which quote was that? That was Cynthia. Was Cynthia, Cynthia talking about you know, yes. uh, I'm you know, just because I'm I'm sensitive, just because I'm sensitive doesn't mean I'm not a baddie. <laughs> a baddie. It's that that's like a term that I've been hearing more and more of. I'm sure it's been around forever, and I'm like, what's a baddie? <laughs> I'll put that on a tote bag. What's a baddie? What's a baddie? A picture of Cynthia. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Uh, it's a Cynthia doll, though. It's the actual Cynthia doll. It's the doll actual Cynthia rats. doll. Baddie. Baddie yeah. with Cynthia doll. Oh, yeah, I love that. Um, I mean, <laughs> that I, could be her YouTube show, you know, right? Baddie with Cynthia doll. Mm -hmm. And it opens with it. like a twisted version of the Rugrats theme song. Yeah. Oh my God, I love that. Yeah. Wait, B A D D I E or B A D D Y? I think it's B A D D I E. Oh, good. Okay, thank God. I was like, oh, shit. Are we going to have an argument right now? Oh, no, no. I, I am not the baddie authority. I am not. I'm not the baddest baddie. Authority with a Y. Authority with an IE. You know, now we're fighting. IE. Yeah. Uh, Johnny with a Y. And I feel yeah. incredible. Incredible. <laughs> That's D-H and orgy with an I-E, and I feel incredible. That's B-A-D-D-I-E. Baddie with an I-E, and I feel sensitive. 
It's batty with an IE, and I feel sensitive. Uh, uh, oh, God, her impact. Her impact in the supermarket. Her, I mean, uh, and, and, but on that note, you know, on that note, I feel like I've been championing this, like, Cynthia bad mom energy all season, and I feel like I think I'm on to something because when she was talking about, you know, with JK, when she's like, I do have conversations that I'm going to have with him. Take responsibility for your actions. That's all I ask. I was like, there it is. There's mm. what I've been seeing all se- all season. Is mm. I mean, she's a baddie, but she's a mom. She's a baddie mom. <laughs> baddie mom. Baddie mom's Christmas. <laughs> oh, baddie mom's Christmas. Baddie mom's Christmas. Baddie moms choose Jeff. Yeah, baddie yeah. moms. Uh, yeah, they. Well, or is it GIF? Now we're gonna fight. <laughs> Oh no! You better fucking marry Jif. The peanut butter is only pronounced one way. No, no, I know, but the people who think that a GIF is pronounced Jif, a G-I-F is pronounced Jif. Okay, you just jumped to an entirely different conversation, and I'm very relieved. Thank you. Yeah, no, I know that Jif is with oh. a J. I know what choosy oh. moms pick. I'm a child of divorce. I know about choosy moms. She didn't settle. So they don't want that low life cheating bastard. That Peter Pan eating piece of shit spreading it on. I wonder what he's out there doing, bread. <laughs> Peter Pan. Um uh, yeah, there was a point in my life where I wanted to try all of the different brands of peanut butter because I loved peanut butter so much. Mm, how far did you get? Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm sure I did. I'm sure I, I tried them. Yeah. You know? Did you, as a child, did you have strong feelings about the peanut butter that you had to stir? Like with the oil at the top? So when I was a child, that was never something that, like, I had to experience. Uh, unless it was, like, during, oh, I don't know, it was, like, International Flag Day, where each each room in the elementary school was like it represented a different country mm. and when you went into like the like the kenya room uh the docent in there had us like make our own peanut butter and then try fresh peanut butter oh that's fun okay yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um well that reminds me in kindergarten we all passed around a a, a mayonnaise uh, jar full of bu- uh, cream and shook it and made butter Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> so hey, you know, I remember that. Uh, did you uh, did you have like a docent come in from the museum, probably the Natural History Museum, or like maybe you went to the what is it, the Kennedy Science Center, and you went into this room and they passed around this like rock, and as you were passing it around, the docent was like, "So does anybody know what this is?" Oh, and then people were like, yeah, "It's a rock. Oh, mm-hmm. it's an egg. Oh, it's this." And nobody got it. And then finally the docent was like, it's dinosaur poop. <laughs> oh, and and poor Katie in her overalls is left holding the poop when it's revealed. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a, yeah. We did have a class trip to to um, the Museum of Natural History. I remember because it, my mom was one of the moms on the trip. So I was so happy on the way home to know that when we get back to the school, mm. she'll be there. And I just have to like collect my stuff and go. I don't have to wait for my mom. So that was like the best Your trip. baddie mom. My baddie yeah. mom. Yeah, she's a baddie. She's showing up on time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, anyway, thank you for that tangent yeah, about peanut butter and my elementary school and then field trips that yeah. have to do with weird things. And then your mom but taking you literally all we're um, here to I talk about. I hated when my mom, 
Yeah, I hated when my mom was the chaperone because she was uh, she was just so controlling. Oh, oh Debbie. Oh. She never wanted to have a good time. <laughs> was it because, well, you know what? This is an important topic. We should save this because I have so many questions. I want to know if it's anxiety based. Oh, you know, there's a, there's a, you know, we've, we've been getting, I have to say, like a lot of love for the Ants of Drag Race episode. And, and I think it's some of our truest work. But, you know, adjacent is really like, or really the, the, the root, the source of all of that is our, our own mothers. And <laughs> like at the end of the yeah. day, it all comes back to our own mothers. <laughs> That aesthetic. Yep. Yes, absolutely. Um, well, anyway, Cynthia Dahl, uh, always now, I know that you've kind of like latched onto her as the baddie mom or the baddie aunt. I can't stop seeing Trinity Taylor, and particularly in this Gods of Rock challenge. I'm like, that just could be Trinity Taylor, who is also a mom slash aunt. Oh, yes. She is a big mom. Big mom, big aunt energy. Um, uh, Cynthia Dahl, I'm also seeing, like, Cynthia Maruli. Oh, Cynthia Maruli. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see it. Okay. Well, um, yeah, there was a quote that I pulled out of this discussion when they were all talking about, like, the singing and Fantasia, you know, makes everybody feel uncomfortable for a little while. And then they go around the room singing, <clears throat> and it's, like, a segment that doesn't really work. Um, but you have JK that says, it's not about singing. It's about being a fucking rocker. And JK is giving me that little sister, little sibling kind of energy that, again, either had too much Coke or is like the one that burns, you know, leaves mm-hmm. in the backyard, you know, and you burns mean like, ants with a magnifying glass. Yeah. And you mean like too much Coke, like soda, like. Fuller. That's what yeah, I mean. Fuller yeah, drinking sorry. Pepsi. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Soda. Um, soda. Yeah. Yes, I feel like so and I and I, I preface this by saying, like, indeed, I am I am I don't know why I'm sweet on JK. I don't know. They must remind me of hey, somebody. JK's great. I just like I'm attracted to JK. Like, I mean he's very good looking, but like normally I'd be like, Oh yeah, JK's cute. But I'm it's like does JK remind me of somebody I hooked up with like three times in Brooklyn at some point in the past decade? You know what I mean? Like, is there some reason I'm like you're tickling something for me, and I don't know what it is. Hmm. Well, I will say, uh, J.K. is the, the the thirst trap trade of the season. I guess everybody's thirsting after J.K., oh, okay. including Dolly. Oh, so. I well now I'm just now I just feel jealous and in, inferior. That's great. I'll just stay home. <laughs> um, but also, J.K. is giving me like what's that um, camp rock? You know what I mean? I. Um, wait, have you ever seen that School of Rock? No, no, it's no. a Disney movie called like Camp Rock, and oh, I feel like there's no. like a clip that's gone around of like people like marching and clapping and going Camp Rock, Camp Rock. I have not seen this. Yeah, yeah, sounds like parkour. Yeah, uh, Camp yeah, with Demi Lovato, uh, the Jonas <laughs> Brothers. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So. Uh, well, Camp Rock. Uh, okay. So you're thinking J.K. is sort of like the Disney Channel version of Matt Pinfield's music. Yeah, I guess there. There's just like I could see J.K. being like, "You're watching the Disney Channel." You know, like uh-huh. J.K. has a great TV voice. J.K. could do yes. car commercials in a second. Like really good voice for it. But um, mm. I hear it sometimes. That's all. Got it. Well, Mary, I want to talk about the Cinderblock room, but I'm sure you have other thoughts before we get there. Do you want to share them? Um, 
Uh, no, I think that we've actually covered all my my thoughts. You know, of course, the soundboard doesn't work, but there's this little like music cue. I'll save it for next week that kicks in when they go to the Cinderblock room, and I was like, "What is that? I've heard that. That's a '90s throwback." But this is going to be a deep tease, unless I don't know who's editing this episode. Maybe we can edit it in. Um, but we won't be able to discuss it. So consider this a deep tease for next week. We're going to talk about the blah. And if I don't talk about it next week, then tattoo a dick on my back. Okay, maybe a double dick. Maybe a double dick. I don't know. I got room. I'll make room. Uh, Well, the center block room is also just giving me unfinished basement. It's also the same room where they had that you know, the, the fake port. Yes, exactly. This is just like <laughs> down the hall. This is the, the recording that the, the band practice room slash porta potty room <laughs> yeah. slash I'm sure the exterminations. I think the rats were probably in here. Uh huh. Yeah. I feel like there was not a, an outlet to be seen. So I'm just like, Oh yeah. Plugged in? <laughs> Where's the orange extension cords? <laughs> yeah. Uh, nothing. Um, some notes that I took uh, at this first kind of little segment was, yes, Neo cannot pick up a guitar. Um, and that was like the theme throughout the entire episode. That was, There was just like, no one was helping her do this. Uh, and part of me kind of loved that. Um, and they were, yeah, they, I think they were all just sort of distracted by um, the, the narrative that they all needed to make during the performance. Well, I think, you know, the, the story that they set up of like Fantasia sings, Blackberry sings, Neo has, it actually is a really interesting voice as well. And I was like, Oh, I hope that shows up in the vocals we're going to hear later. But, um, well, they had kind of all of like the, that basic talent on paper. And we've seen this on drag race so many times. It, 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 JK does make a point. Like it doesn't, you know, it doesn't congeal into being like, the band for this kind of song and i feel like we we really did kind of see i mean i almost feel like in a way each of them kind of showing off that they could sing uh and then anna not doing anything was kind of what ended up happening in the final product was they each were kind of doing their own thing Mm, yeah they uh, anna in particular i mean i thought it might have been the editing but i just don't think that was the case yeah um i will say this there was no other people that would have been placed in the bottom. No. There just couldn't have been. It was very clear. There was no one else who I thought was had really any weaknesses that I saw that thought that would make sense. Um, I could see them kind of spinning this, which reality shows like this have done before. Like, Fantasia, you were the leader, and you didn't create any cohesion. That was clear. So for that reason, you were in the bottom. Certainly. Like, that could have been the gag, especially with her winning last week of, like, okay, uh-huh. well, now you're in the bottom. But I I mean, and in some ways it was, like, Anna versus Neo. It was, like, well, guys, come oh, on. God, no. Like, yeah, please. Come on now. Please. So, like, Fantasia was a discussion on, yeah, would have been different. There was a discussion on Reddit about the fact that Dragula rarely sends a frontrunner home early. Like, it's happened, like, maybe once or twice. But if you go back and look at the details, like, Dolly wasn't really a front runner. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it it just, it's never, it's never going to, they're not going to send Neo home. 
Yeah. You know, they're just not going to send Neo home against Anaphylactic. Right. Someone who's already been in the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. And there's something that I kind of like about that, about Dracula. Like, I trust that they're not going to send someone that's doing really, really well home too soon. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's like it's one of those things that if it happens every once in a while, then it has a real impact. I think if it happens all the time, then it almost feels like... There were times I I would say there were times like Canada's Drag Race where it was like what what yeah. well yeah of course and it gets kind of like of and it and it can be like a fun unpredictable moment but it also can be like ugh this is not these are not the rules you know I mean who doesn't know we, the rules uh, <laughs> I didn't know <laughs> I left the copy mug right here um uh you're thinking of Jimbo. Yeah, uh, on oh, like Jimbo going home season one. Uh huh. Yeah, and I I feel like there were other, just in, there were other times where even if it was just like a high placement yeah. in a challenge or a runway that uh-huh. they were raving about, where I was like, uh huh. I know I don't know anything what about fashion, this? but I got <laughs> one and a half good eyes, and I can see this is not a good look. Yeah, yeah, well, not a good look, sis. No, sis. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I think we talked about the recording studio, um, but Neo screaming is uh, was a great clip um, to to see. I love what's going on with her teeth. Yeah, I think it's like a little gel she puts on them. I think because also like Orgotic puts like something on his teeth in those uh-huh. interviews. It took me a minute to realize like, oh, those are not your teeth. Okay, uh, but I kind of feel like Neo is doing like some crazy like Yoko Ono kind of screaming. And I actually yeah, thought that Mary. was cool. Yeah. I mean, yes. I'm not like a Yoko Ono stand, but it brought something kind of wild and unpredictable, which is exactly what that team needed. Yeah. None of it was used. No. <laughs> and then none of it was used. And she played that guitar, like, you know, a four year old, you know, putting on a show in a finished basement. Yeah. It was so funny. It just, she like couldn't keep it on, and she didn't think to put it across her chest. You know, oh, so funny. Yeah, <laughs> and it was. I mean, it was entertaining, and I, I, I think Dolly's critique of like there was a feral energy. I, I agree. I just wish it was okay. more like on purpose or something. I think that was a very kind reading uh, of feral energy. I mean, right? Of yes, and like. Okay, but she was struggling. Yeah, no, like, it, like, objectively. Like, if I had not seen anything else Neo had done all season, I would be like, come on, Oprah hands. Yeah, Oprah home. bat hands, you know? Uh, there was a quote that came after or- the Orgotic group, Chaotic group went. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it's, I don't know, when you pull it out of context... You know, again, it's very theater kid energy, but also just pulled out of context. You know what we're about to do? Sacrifice the other band. Mm. And then Throb's like, we are, and we're going to slit their throats. Oh, yeah. It, 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 I mean, we're going to bring it. Like, it's, it was the, going to slit their throats, Mary. I know, right. We're going to rip off their heads. We're going to shit down their necks, and then we're going to drink it out of their asses. You know, it's like, okay, all right. <laughs> oh, fuck that piece of garbage yeah yeah i uh i love the energy i love these just uh outlandish over the top uh 
I don't know, sentiments. Yeah. That's what I'll call well, them. you know, this was a, obviously, as, as Michelle would say, this was a great week for Orgotic. And mm. in the little lab on the day of the floor show, Orgotic in that robe with that slick back mm. hair, I was like, oh, I didn't know. You're beautiful. And I just had this like fantasy that I'm like in Buenos Aires and I'm, or is it Ares? I would probably, I'd try to not say it because I learned from reading. So I don't know how to pronounce anything. But I'm, I think it's Iris. Oh, Buenos Aires. You know, I'm Buenos Aires. I'm, I'm Buenos Aires. And uh, I, that's a great drag name. And I'm on Grinder <laughs> because I'm in another country. So it's okay. And I meet Orcotic and he lives in a penthouse apartment. And I go up there, and he opens the door oh. in this robe, and I am done. That's it. And then he, then he, eats and then you. he slits my throat, <laughs> and it's worth it. But I don't die. And then he eats you know, you. I crystallize. <laughs> and then he eats, then he eats me. Yeah, and then he eats me. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, when Orc started making those little headpieces, I was like. Yeah, there's a small chance that the Boulets are going to read these for filth, but likely because of the effort, it's it's going to bring the whole group together. It's going to show innovation and cohesion, and it's going to be great. And at that point, I was like, oh, okay, great. Orcotic's going to win, and now we're going to see the other group that they keep reading in the edit, mm-hmm. um, you know, about the you know fake rocker looks. Um, we're going to see them fail. And I was like, all right, all right, let's see. This is how they're getting Anna to go home, you know, because I knew Anna was going home at the start of the episode. What it makes me wonder, though, is when it comes to like these kind of challenges or anything that's like rock, heavy metal, like inspired. At what point does kiss inspired makeup become adjacent to club kid shoes? Like, at what point is that like a corset in a bodysuit? You know what I'm saying? Like, it it just feels to me like not like it's a clear reference, but it just feels very safe. And um, I don't know. And, and I guess when I think of Kiss, I think of more like big air quotes like around. I mean, Kiss is great, but it's a performance. It's drag, you know? Yeah. And I will say that makeup is impeccable. The Kiss makeup? Yeah. Yeah. Like it's it's just perfected. It's just so you like, have to get it right yeah. if you're gonna do it, you know? Um and then even when you do it right, it's still a costume. Right. It's just a costume. It's not original. And I think it's like kind of an easy way to, to create cohesion. And I think what uh-huh. Chaotic did was just so much more. I it I thought it was like in a way it was a compliment that I couldn't tell one from the other. What I always, you know, how we talk about, like, on Drag Race, we talk about, um, oh, Chad Sell would make this. It's mm-hmm. so graphic, right? Now, just just because of how brilliant Shane Gillardi is, like, I feel like Chaotic is the comic book cover that Shane Gillardi could just, like, dive into and make something really, really cool, you know, yeah. because of how graphic it was. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and even though they all do look very similar, I feel like then when you see them each, they do have distinct characters. Like there are distinct features within yes. this uniform look. So it really, it was, I thought it was brilliant. I thought they looked great. And I, I, I could see one of the cells being throb, vomiting blood on Cynthia's ass, mm-hmm. you know, like there were, it was just, it was, it all worked so well well 
and well, their uh, final pose, organic, and it was all organic, right? It was because organic like took control and just did it. Yeah, their final pose, I thought, was like it. Mm. It reminded me of something. I don't, is it the end of Hereditary? There's something where there's like this reveal of like. I don't know. It's not Silence of the Lambs, but I want to think it's Silence of the Lambs. But there's some kind of like ornamental body reveal that I feel like this their final pose reminded me of. I don't know what you're talking about. I also didn't watch the last 20 minutes of Hereditary, as you know, because uh, it was much too scary. Much too scary. Well, you know, you missed out. There was a musical number. You know, there were there were. <laughs> Four cats, at least none of them died. It was it was yeah. lovely. Uh the piano wire. Yeah, there was, was because someone was playing music while they were doing a musical number. But anyway, there was something that was uh, someone out there knows what I'm talking about. But uh I also, I mean, if we're gonna talk about comic book covers, I feel like the Boulets as Audrey three and four are also oh. great looks this week. I I saw them as uh, two dogs that just had surgery on their chests, and the doctor didn't want them licking their stitches. Oh, they do have cones of shame. Yeah. Cones of destruction. Cones of destruction. Yes. I am cones of destruction, for Christ's sake. Fuck's sake. And I know Uh, when I wear this cone, I look like your dog. Cones coming out of my teeth. Yeah. Spikes coming out of my cones. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, I definitely, yes, I see the Audrey 2, the Venus flytrap of it all, but I read it as uh, dogs with coming <laughs> Yeah, it just had some kind of... Coming home from the vet. Right. Oops, maybe, oh. maybe they were like conjoined dogs that had been separated. Oh, okay. That's That's much more horrific. Well, what do you think this is? Camp Rock with Demi Lovato? Jesus. Camp Rock. Um, there's two things I want to point out. One, because we're about to talk about Jasmine Bean. Um, they spelled her name wrong in the uh, Chiron. Yeah. Um, I saw that on Reddit, that they spelled her name yeah. wrong, and then they've been spelling the, the Brooklyn wrong. Brooklyn, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Jasmine Bean looks like such a little cunt, and I love it. And very, like, you know, as they say about Pearl, a, a runway on Ambien. Um, like, just right. very, like... Yeah, I'm uh, happy to be here. So it's like when RuPaul runs out of spoons. Well, yeah, I also feel like it's, yeah, she's so grounded in being cool, you know? Mm -hmm. And I don't know anything about her. I mean, I'm sure there's people listening who are like, you don't know about Jasmine Bean, but I don't know who the hell she is. She's a fucking monster. She's great. I don't know Jasmine Bean. I don't either. Um, you know, just don't eat legumes. That's what they say. Just don't eat legumes, you know? Just don't eat legumes. Um, I was happy to see Dolly back on my screen. I get just a little flooded whenever I see him. Um, I I don't know what to do with my attraction to Dolly. And it's such like an energy. I mean, he's very good looking, but also like it's just this vibe. Like I, I the look this yeah. week was like Danny Beard's queerdo cousin from Oklahoma, uh-huh. kind of like spooky Montana rancher. All great. Yeah, there was like a Waluigi quality to them. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. But I well, and, and you know, not that it all has to come back to like, oh, let me see your penis. But I feel like there there is or was a Dolly only fans, and I suppose if we did have feelings, we could invest in. Uh, I have already. Oh, oh, oh. 
so uh, uh, what's you know what's your take? So Dolly no longer, I think, does that. But when you know back at when it was Titans or whatever, um, I did subscribe. Uh, yeah, I mean, listen, listen, I'm fine with solo content, but it's not what I'm paying for. Mm. And there wasn't enough, you know, collabs yeah. for me. Depends on the solo content. If it's just like sitting there jerking off, it's like, I could do that. You know what I mean? Like, come on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, I it was beautiful. I was happy to support them. And th- there we go. I think that's, that's kind of all it is. I don't think they update it anymore. I'm not sure. Uh, I don't think all that's right. what they're doing these days. But uh, there are rumors that, that they're dating Coco Kane. Oh. Oh, well, all right. Well, listeners, you guys always know things, Marys. So, you know, I'm just I'm just a weird old woman. I'm a 41. I'm a 40 year old woman, for God's sake. Um, oh. Don't judge my shoes. Tell me what's going on with Dolly. Um, yeah, no, he is so hot. I always remember when when uh, I forget which episode it was, but he was like, yep, made it head to toe. Oh, God, just that energy. Mm-hmm. I know. I wish I had that. I wish I had the. I wish I had the passion for life that Dolly has. I wish I had the... What are you going to do with your life? Yeah. 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 Um, Should apply myself yeah. like Dolly more. I imagine, though, that it's not like it's not like Dolly is, you know, not working hard, right? It's probably very hard to be, like, a spooky, a spooky drag monster. Oh, my God, and yeah. Make, and get a lot of work, you know? Yeah. Well, uh, happy to see him this week. In uh, in all of his, I felt like he basically looked like the manager of the Hell's Four play. Oh, Hell's Four play! I love how nobody could really say it right after it was revealed that it's four play. I think I forget who said it, but somebody, I think maybe it was Jasmine, was like Hell's Four play. Hell's for play. Hell's for play. Oh, were you guys Hell's for play? Oh, I'm Hell's for play. Oh. I'm gay for pay. I'm Hell's for play. Hey Hell's. Hey Hell's. Hey, the, um, <laughs> hey, Jasmine. Hey, Jasmine. Um, Mary, listen, we could talk about chaotic all we want, and we should, but I just have to say this so that it's stated. Blackberry completely stole the show. Oh, I agree. I was really, like, Blackberry was giving me, and this doesn't sound like a compliment, but it's like a much better version of Mimi, I'm First in that sci-fi challenge in season three when she was like screaming with the gun i felt like it was the same vibe but like much better mary if i could play the horn sound i would right canceled no much better well of course it was better but it was that same like kind of vibe and i loved it (laughs) i see what you mean i see what you mean yeah um no i just she she stole all the focus um and yeah looked like it was having the best time and yeah, I think the hair helped, you know, because it was such a graphic color. Um, but yeah, happy that Blackberry is sticking around. I don't know how much longer Blackberry is going to last. If I'm being honest with you, I think the next to go is either going to be like a JK or a Blackberry. Mm. Um, I would be surprised if it was Throb or Gothic. You know, uh, when you really look at it, it's like you know, yeah, between Neo or Gothic, Throb, Fantasia. 
Like, I think the four of them feel like a lock. And then it's like Cynthia, JK, Blackberry. It's like, mm. okay, you know, it's. I guess they could get rid of Cynthia next. Heartbreaking. You know, I guess they could. I mean, she just, yeah. I think, I understand that, like, she's not. I think that she's she is kind of in terms of compared to everybody else has been certainly more of middle of the pack, but like the reality TV she's giving is yeah. so good. Yeah. Well, and they say the same about J.K. Right? J.K. is just like great reality TV and has been up and down. So it you know we'll see. It's the, those three I think are gonna be mm-hmm. the ones to look out for. I agree. I agree. Um, but not tonight. Because uh, I'm counting this as a W. I just love the way Cynthia said, I'm counting this as a W. It reminds me when people can't say the word walk in front of their dogs because the dog gets too excited. So they say, oh, do you want to go for a W? And then they get like a little excited. I take the, the dog for a W. Yeah, we're going to go for a W-A-L-K. Yeah, I'll go for a W-A-L-K in like 10 minutes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, dogs are so cute. Um, yeah, I, I have, I have not much else to say except, um, you know, uh, in the in the cauldron, right? Um, the, the the fight, I guess, that happened, the fake fight with Fantasia and Neo. I thought was oh, adorable. I love that Neo like covering Fantasia's mouth. Uh, Fantasia, what a sneaky uh, bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I love. I don't that. like other people taking what's mine. Yeah, it was a it was a fun little thing. I think mostly because I feel like this cauldron sequence was very. It was an easy lift because everybody knew Anna was just going home. Right. Or even she knew. Even she was like, oh, I'll yeah. go home. I'll have a sleep. Big deal. Uh, <laughs> but I, you know, one of the things I want to call out since Anna has is is now gone is it's a it's a first half of the season kind of minor, like, you know, next time you watch the season, you keep an eye on it. But there was throughout the first half of the season, a lovely, subtle friendship between JK and Anna. Like, I think because Anna came to Jay's defense a few times, I feel like there was just a, a there were you saw many moments of. I think when Anna did well last week, there was a shot of like JK being really happy for her. Like there's, there has been a very cute relationship between them. And I think that's also endeared me to JK is because I can see the way that they are connecting with the quiet kid in the room. Mm, Yeah. Hey, listen, you know, I think if Anna were on drag race, you know, maybe they'd get a charity case type of edit, but I don't think that they would get, read down for being quiet yeah you know i don't think that would be a thing yeah i mean would they be read down for wearing a celine dion skirt i love that i love when cynthia was like oh no don't read her shoes come around here this is a celine dion skirt and i i love that and i love that uh jk's earring fell off and it reminded me of when darian's earring fell off during the interview challenge in season six Uh Uh, when earrings when fall earrings off, fall that's a drag race thing to to find. It's yeah. so funny when queens are like, oh, and their earring falls off, you know? <laughs> and, you know, if I were to count down the list, the number one would be Jinx Monsoon's ear fall. Yes. Off. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. <laughs> As a wise aunt once said, you better staple that shit to your ear, girl. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, I have to say this extermination was pretty scary. It was in a bus. Yeah. I thought it was pretty scary. I thought the covered mannequins were. Oh, the extermination. Not you mean that the final kill. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. I meant the final kill. Yeah. Oh, the, the, the tattoo bus scene. I was like, 
All right, guys. <laughs> well, the only thing I'll say is I think it's ironic that, like, they're trashy American tattoos on two foreign contestants. I thought the irony of that was oh, great. Oh, wow. Um, wow. And I love when they were laying there getting their tattoos and, like, they're sort of, like, facing each other and Anna's over Neo laying on her back. There was just, like, a very cute... <laughs> chit-chatting and Anna was like do you think this is an acceptable punishment for not being able to play the guitar like it was it was cute <laughs> they both just felt like they both knew how this was all going to end so there was no pressure yeah and um yeah they yeah. knew and I, it's I don't know maybe some people would be horrified by this but this was like they got off scot-free and especially like Neo it's like you have so many tattoos who cares you know what's one right. more Right. Yeah. Exactly. And and Anna had tattoos also. Yeah. So so you know, and I mean, there were people I think I saw on Reddit who were saying like, if I were Anna, I would have just quit. Why did I get this tattoo if I know I'm going home? And it's like I don't know because then you have a tattoo on your back. Um, but yeah, the, the final- I mean, I get that. I do get that. And like, she's had an experience. Maybe she had a great time. Yeah. You know, maybe she she had a great time. This might really kind of start. Uh, alter her career in some way in some meaningful way yeah have the tattoo yeah. then you have something to show for it like yep i got it here it is mm-hmm. you know at least there's always some sort of interaction to have where you can show somebody your tramp stamp right and if they ask it's like oh i was on dragula i mean it's not like it was like oh yeah. i was drunk in you know uh daytona beach you know right exactly yeah uh i mean it is kind of like uh you know but she knew she she, she must have known they're not gonna send neo home of course they were not there was no way. Right. And There's I think no that's why she was like, eh, I'm 41. I'll have a little sleep. Whatever. You know, and even in that bus, it just felt like, okay, yeah. Even though she was saying, like, I'll, I, I have to get the biggest, craziest tattoo I can. That was just TV. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was that was the line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's like, I just want to prove to them how much I want to be here. Um, yeah. And that's. That's what they told her to say. <laughs> yeah. And then she said it. And then they filmed that extermination. And uh, I felt like Saint's ghost showed up. Mm. When the eyes opened ghost, underneath yes. the, the Mozart's ghost. Mozart's ghost. Uh-huh. Mozart's ghost and Saint's ghost. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was scary. I don't know. I, I was kind of freaked out by it, if I'm being, if I'm being honest. Yeah. And, you know, if the soundboard worked, I'd play it. But I love, I don't think they've used it before, but that big, like, saw music they play at the end. It's just, it's, I think it was the music they played at the end of Titans each week. And it's mm. just, oh, it's great. It's just, uh, it, it's kind of the um, the poor man's version of the Requiem for a Dream soundtrack. Uh-huh. Wow. Poor man's version. Okay. Uh, yeah, Ellen Burstyn is showing up all over my timelines of uh, TikTok um, because I guess I watched a clip of her in Requiem for a Dream just a little too long. Um, so now I just keep seeing her in Requiem for a Dream. I'm like, oh, my God, she was insane in that movie. It was so she was so good. Yeah. Uh, hard to jerk off to, but should have won an Oscar. Yeah. It's true. Right there. Who is your uh, BSA? My best supporting monster. I, you know, I'm going to give it to Blackberry. I think that she earned it this week for for that drum work. All right, I love that. I'm going to give it to the uh, sound producer that didn't have to do anything. No, no, just (laughs) literally all of that. All those shots of like 
audio clips in his little garage band or Adobe Acrobat. None of that was even this. This was that was a that was a dummy project. Yeah, yeah, it was Pro Tools. It was samples. Yeah. Anyway, uh, no, I'll give it to BlackBerry as well. Why not? Or maybe even Neo's guitar. You know, sure. Like, well, the strap. You know. Yeah, yeah. Who you knows? know, it tried to be supportive, but she wouldn't put it across her chest. Yeah. Whoops. Yeah. Uh, well, Marys, if you have any thoughts on Dragula's Gods of Rock Part Two, you can reach out to us on Instagram at AllRightMaryPod. You can email us at AllRightMaryPodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on the web at www.AllRightMary.com. And if you want, I'm on Instagram at Johnny Also. And you can find more of me talking about best supporting actresses like Blackberry on the Best Supporting Podcast. And you can find me on Instagram at CollinDrucker underscore. And of course, you can get more of both of us on Patreon, including season five of drag race uk which we're wrapping up this weekend and continuing with canada's drag race season four so come do a little international drag hopping with us i love it mary's our last chance floor show this week is um i don't know uh i i love kind of thinking of house of horrors right Mm -hmm. welcome to the house of horrors slutty rock you know slutty metal mm-hmm. and you know you you type that into a browser and the first name that's coming up is maria brink so this is the band in this moment and i was like should i pick the song that's called whore or should i pick the song that's called sick like me and i think i gotta pick the song called sick like me and that's the last chance floor show sick like me Oh, man. You know, I've heard of Dead Like Me, but, you know, with Ellen Muth. But this is Sick Like Me. Yeah, it's very heavy metal. It's very heavy metal, and it's very slutty. If you can watch the video, you don't even need, you can even put it on mute and watch the video, and you're still going to get something out of it. She is all right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go put my earrings on, and I'm gonna go uh, rock out. It's gonna fall off, and I'm yeah. gonna rock out until they fall off. You know. All right, Cynthia. That's all I ask. All right, Marys. We'll see you next week. Hot scenes. <laughs>